Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be talking about season three, episode 14, Valentine's Day Massacre. It sounds so much more cool and scary and brooding than it is. Yeah. I was yeah. like, ooh, maybe it's like a little murder mystery for Valentine's Day, but it wasn't really. No. The only serial killer vibes I got from it, quite frankly, were Henry. Yeah, but I feel like that's every episode now. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I just like love that this was episode 14. And it's a Valentine's Day episode. Why? Oh, because, you know, like Valentine's Day is the 14th day of February. Oh. Usually. I think <laughs> this year it landed on the 14th. <laughs> that was a so. good joke. Um, the Netflix episode summary says, Pacey persuades Dawson and their friends to attend a wild Valentine's Day party. This episode first aired February 2nd, the year 2000. Written by Tom Kapanos and directed by Sandy Smolin. I'm excited for you to tell me what happened in this episode because I watched it so long ago. And I like forgot, but all I remember is that big, no thanks to Henry vibes. I, um, I'm excited to get to a specific part about this episode so I can tell you something that I was embarrassing that I did and we'll decide if I want to keep this in the episode or not. Okay. I can only imagine what it is. <laughs> um, the cold open Dawson is teaching Joey to drive and then twist Pacey's in the back of Bess's truck, which it did all throw me off for a second because I was like, does Joey not know how to drive? I guess I've never seen her drive before. No, also like Casey drive, but not her, I guess. Illegally. Yeah. Yeah. He was like 15 years old and was like, no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> um, also, you don't learn to drive from other children. <laughs> like, no, but where are the adults? I mean, I get for the sake of the show, like, sure. This is also like the story of Joey's entire life. It's like another kid will teach her. Yeah. Dawson will help you. Oh my God. I would have loved to have seen Mr. Manmeet or Gail teach her how to drive. Gail. Yeah. I would. This episode, every episode without Gail really suffers for a lack of Gail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. This episode doesn't have Gail. I know. It sucks. <laughs> um, so as they're bickering, Pacey invites him to a Matt Caulfield party. It's a Matt Caulfield. Zaz, it's a Matt Caulfield party. It's going to be. Yeah, I know. That landed on me completely. (laughs) We all immediately, you hear that uh, MCP, you know it's going to be a Matt (laughs) Caulfield party. You know it's going to be fucking nuts. No, I Um, get that because um, we, you know, we had those people in high school and they were having a party. It was like, ooh, it's going to be a rager. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Natty Ice there. I certainly knew about these parties. Definitely, definitely was invited. Like, for sure went, <laughs> had wild times. It was cool. Very cool. Very cool. I remember it well. Anyway, this brings on more bickering for Pacey and Joey because um, they're just, they argue about everything. Then they start to argue about bringing poor, sweet, Angel Dawson, who's certainly never done anything wrong, definitely didn't crash a boat while getting a blowy to the party. Um, we can't have Dawson being anywhere near bad things. Uh, and then Joey says that she's free for the night because um, AJ, her 
college boyfriend. Ew, still? Yes. Get out of here, Edge. <laughs> AJ. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, and then act one turns out Matt Caulfield is um, mid 30s. I think there's like a shot of him as the camera moves to like find Dawson and Pacey. And this dude is fucking mid 30s. Oh, God. Yeah. And then the party, the location is confidential. I don't really understand how this party works. Location is confidential, but it has a password to get in. Mm-hmm. And the password is lame. Yeah, wait, what's the password again? I know Kung Fu. Oh, from the God. Matrix. Ugh. Jack got the password from some guys on the football team. I don't remember any parties like this in my high school. Genuinely. No. There was never like a confidential location and a password. Everyone was just like, I don't know, fucking show up. And if you do, you better bring beer. <laughs> These parties sound very cool. Again, I was there. I remember that. I was well. definitely invited. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Through a couple. Because <laughs> I definitely no, was somebody that wanted yeah. to go against the rules. <laughs> I definitely would have disobeyed my parents for sure. <laughs> um, meanwhile, serial killer Henry is uh, off to sell plasma. Ugh, this dude is selling his blood so that he could take Jen out. So that he can afford to take Jen out. That is a problem on so many levels to me. Is it? Ugh, yes. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Please don't tell me that that's the thing that you don't want to admit to have done. I, no, 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 no. Oh, thank God. So Henry's like trying to, he's selling his plasma, which is gross anyway. You could only sell it every 72 hours, but he's going to talk the nurse, who is a romantic, into yeah. letting him do it again in less than that 72-hour period. A romantic rule breaker. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> and frankly, TBD on whether or not Jen has even agreed to go on the, this date on the first place, but whatever. For, uh, yeah. <laughs> This message is just for Jen Lindley. You guys can tune out for a second, more so than you normally do. Jen, this boy doesn't even have enough money to take you out. This boy decides that the best idea to make money to take you out to a mediocre dinner is to sell his own blood. Jen, you are Jen Lindley. You are a cardiothoracic surgeon. You drink black coffee. You're a badass bitch. You do not need this kind of energy in your life. Okay. That's it. You guys can come back. That was great. I was, I walked away for a second, but you seemed passionate. Mm, yes. As always. <laughs> as always. Uh, then we're with Pacey and Doug. First, Pacey has to call out the fact that Doug is listening to. So Pacey goes to Doug's apartment. And the first thing he does is, um, Oh, no, he's at the car. Something is happening in this scene that I definitely just watched moments ago. Um, first, Pacey has to call the fact that Doug is listening to a female singer, which obviously means he's gay, because if he were not gay, he'd listen to men <laughs> singing <laughs> men music. He would just be listening to, like, the sound of lumberjacks chopping wood, <laughs> which yeah. is somehow actually more gay than listening to Madonna. <laughs> But wait, um, did Doug ever actually come out? Like, why is Pacey all of a sudden like being like, you're gay? I don't know. True. He's so, it's not, he's not joking with him. He's very matter-of-factly being like, well, you're gay. And Doug's just kind of like, I know, right? Doug's just like, kind of like, I think Doug's, Doug's reaction to this is like, this has been my entire life. Like, just, yeah, you nailed it. Got me. 
let's just move on. We're talking like, about the guy that pulled a gun on someone just because he they called him gay. Yeah, but that was season one. Season one was oh, different. Okay. Grams was sure. you know, very racist and homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> and wouldn't say penis. So we can all change. We can yeah, all we change. Can change. I get it. Now he's like, whatever, man. Like I keep my gun holstered, and um, I keep my gun holstered. What? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Pacey is there to find out where Matt's party is going to be. Turns out the golf course, maybe that's where Doug thinks it's going to be. Yeah, I, what a bougie party at a golf course. <laughs> that we've seen like crazier parties at houses, homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at the McPhee Mansion, Jack's ex girlfriend Kate Douglas is coming to visit. Um, but Jack is worried because he's not out to her, which was a fair concern. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's uh, going to be like a conversation. Yeah, at bare minimum, just like a hey, check in. <laughs> hey. BT dubs. Um, we're never gonna get back together, just in case you were wondering. Why? Oh, um, yeah, that's how it's gonna go. I feel like we don't have a lot in common. Distance, distance. You live really far. No, now they do have a lot more in common. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like boys, I like boys, you know. <laughs> an old thing. Yeah. Anyway, you want some beer? That's <laughs> Uh, at Graham's house. Um, first, we get Jen asking Graham's for wardrobe advice. Love it. Perfect. I also love that she was like, should I wear the red dress or the black dress? And Graham's is like, red, it's love. And she's like, I thought the same thing. And then she goes to change and she's in the black dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she's just like, whatever. Graham's is like, whatever. Because she's too into, she's telling Jen the story of Valentine's Day because it's not just a day. It's the day that St. Valentine gave his love or gave his life because he, no, hey, come back, come back, back, wake up. Uh, sorry, I fell life. asleep for a second. No, no, come back, come back. He, uh, he gave his life because he didn't want to stop marrying young Christian lovers. Yeah. This gay. Okay. It, it sucks. It's gross. But Grams is so into the story. She's like, she's giving herself <laughs> the chills. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely like, I get a boner. <laughs> um, also, Jen is trying to convince Grams that she's not nervous, even though she is obviously very nervous. Yeah, she's debate. She can't decide what to wear on her date with serial killer Henry. Yeah. What will be the last outfit I wear? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what will they find me in when the police inevitably find me at the bottom of a ditch? <laughs> These things matter, Grams. Yeah, last seen wearing a red dress. Like, that doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah. Last seen wearing a black dress and no necklace. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, part of it, too. Is that Graham's like, don't wear a necklace. Something, something, something. What was her reasoning for not wearing a necklace? Uh, in the car, Jack, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> it's been too long. In the car with Jack and Andy, they're driving, I guess, to the party with Jack's ex-girlfriend, Kate Douglas. Played by Alexandra Breckenridge. Um, she is Melinda Monroe in Virgin River. She also plays Sophie, Kevin's ex-girlfriend in This Is Us. And spoiler. here's something embarrassing. It's not a spoiler alert. Okay. Here's something well, embarrassing. Well, if you haven't, if you're not, if you're not, whatever. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? No, you got it. You got it. You, I think, and that is a good spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't, you haven't, go on. 
So um, here's an embarrassing story. This past week for work, um, I was uh, talking to Alex Breckenridge. <laughs> and uh, we were all, I was just sitting there. And other people, including her, were talking about acting. And I thought, I think what I should do now is insert my opinions <laughs> on acting. <laughs> and I said, yep. Um, uh, can I say something? <laughs> and she said, oh my God, did you raise your hand? Yes. Oh, I Kim. Hand. <laughs> can, we, can I say something? And she said, sure. Um, I, uh, she should have said no, but I, she said, sure. And I said, <laughs> well, you raised your hand. So she was probably like, you know what? Called on me. Respect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I said, this is really embarrassing. I totally, I want to be really clear that I know that the first part of the story is really embarrassing and I wouldn't even say it if it were not something that I wanted to end with a compliment. <laughs> I do a Dawson's Creek podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, we literally just watched your, I said, I literally just watched your episode. And I, what I was starting to say is like, you're good in it. That's like her, one of her very first things. Uh-huh. But uh, I started the conversation being like, can I sit? Here's my hand. I'm going to raise it. And also, I don't even belong in this conversation. Like, I shouldn't even. I'm clearly a place I shouldn't be. And now I'm going to raise my hand and ask, can I say something? And then I'm going to start this conversation with, I do a Dawson's Creek podcast. I do a Dawson's Creek podcast. Tens of people listen to it. (laughs) You think Um, tens? If we break double digits, it's impressive. It's impressive. If we break, if we get one middle finger in our inbox, I'm still waiting for that damn middle finger. <laughs> anyway, she's a delight, and um, and you were just like you were good in that episode I watched. Listen, she didn't kick me out of the fucking bonfire circle that we were in for saying, "Can I ask you a question? Can I say something?" I do a Dawson's Creek pot. Kill me. Why do I talk? Why do I talk? So what was her reaction when you said you did a Dawson's Creek podcast? Well, I don't know because I was so busy saying, I know that's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) We're aware of it. Yeah, it's it's mortifying, but it's fine. (laughs) Uh, Back to the show. Back to the show. Anyways, that's Alexandra Breckenridge. Uh, So right as Jack's about to come out to Kate, they're in the car. She starts crying and telling Mm -hmm. him, telling them that her ex who she just broke up with, that's why she's coming to the party, uh, told her that she was gay. Hang on. He was gay. Told her that he was gay, yeah. And she was, like, really sad about it. She was just like, is it me? No, and, I mean, obviously, this was the year 2000, and, like, that seemed like an insult, I guess, back then, but... And then act two, uh, out on the golf course, Kate introduces, introduces herself to Dawson and Pacey by telling these strangers that she's just been broken up with by her gay boyfriend and she's in a very emotional state. You know, like anyone else would introduce themselves in a group setting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Pacey pulls Dawson aside to explain that she is clearly just looking to hook up with someone. And for reasons that are truly unknowable, Pacey thinks Dawson should be the one to step up to the plate. Um, I think that makes sense. I mean, obviously Pacey's not going to do it. He's in love with Joey. Wait, what? Pacey's in love with Joey. And obviously Pacey wants Dawson to hook up with somebody. Move on. Yeah. So he can slide right in there. Slide right into her window of love. Then Joe, speaking of the devil, uh, Joey rolls up in 
head to toe soft yellow, including a raincoat and a bucket hat. Joey, what are you doing, girl? Her outfit is so terrible that one, I thought she'd like ditch it and then have something like a moment of Pacey noticing or something. She got something cute on underneath. But when she didn't throughout the entire episode, my next thought was, who in wardrobe did Katie Holmes piss off? This week? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it like, is. Guys, I know she's adorable, but she doesn't look good in everything. I'll show you. Lion, <laughs> can I get a bucket hat flown in, please? I, I mean, she's no one can rock a bucket hat quite like Katie Holmes, but. Of course, naturally. But she's wearing a raincoat and it's not raining, is it? Mm-mm. Sure isn't. So no one else is in weather wear. <laughs> well, she likes to be prepared. She's in the cape, you know? We all know the cape. Yeah, that's true. They are in the cape. You know, there's a million sunsets a day. Could rain at any moment. At Jen's, Henry's like all nervous about picking Jen up. Then he gives her a rose with a thorn. That little Jen pricks her little finger on. And then um, the- She wants to get some of her blood to sell. <laughs> He's a freak. Do you think he'd sell it or keep it? A little of both. Um, he'd probably drink it and be like, now nah, you're a part of me. I really don't like Henry. He gives me such serial killer vibes. It's so funny to watch this show as an adult compared to when I watched it as a kid. Yeah, like as a kid, did you think he was cute and romantic? I thought it was, I liked the Jen and Henry dynamic. Hmm. Now I'm like, oh God. Yeah, oh. it's so cringy. Yeah. Ugh. He's got to go. He's got to go. Um, he got to get a restraining order on this kid. <laughs> if he survives the night, he looks fucking terrible. <laughs> so pale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then back to the golf course. Pacey's trying to explain to Joey that Dawson needs a little life experience. While Katie tells Dawson that her shitty ex-boyfriend. Are we going to call him shitty just because? Uh... No. Just because I'm he's gay? Say, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to say that because he calls her an acquired taste, which oh. is shitty and also is absolutely how I have described my own personality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all are an acquired taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no, you are not. I am. I am everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> Ashley Dillon Sazarino. Ever heard of it? <laughs> um, no, I don't truly believe that. Uh, agree to disagree. She thinks this comment about being an inquired taste has something to do with her looks, um, which prompts Dawson to call her beautiful, quote, in a way that beautiful used to actually mean something. What the f- does that mean? Who fucking Dawson, knows? this message is for Dawson. Doss, not everything you say has to be so poetic and douchey, okay? You could just be like, hey, you're pretty. And that's nice. That's a nice thing to say. You don't have to be like, you're beautiful. And when, you know, back when beautiful really meant something like, you know, daisies when they would open and flourish, like that's what you're like, beautiful. Okay, we're back. Oh, hey, so, sorry, I went to go get some water. Everything good? How was your break? Oh, good, yeah. Yeah, it was nice, it was nice. Um, <laughs> uh, then twist, turns out the party is at the golf course. There are a ton of people there. No one knows who these people are, except for everyone in the school knows who they are because they hang out with Dawson and that's probably what they talk about like why would you but whatever um for some <laughs> reason Matt Caulfield who's just like hasn't these people are not on his radar literally turns mm. and is like whoa 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 who are you get an official invitation what's the password also 
drink this jello shot to prove you're cool. I <coughs> I know. Like, first of all, jello shots, I don't care who you are, don't at me. They're disgusting. Yeah. Switch sugar. Um, and you I just don't like jello, and I certainly don't want to put alcohol in it. Yeah, that's fair. Like that doesn't make it better to me. And alcohol makes a lot of things better to me. <laughs> Speaking from a person who is hungover, yeah. <laughs> Very hungover today. Um, yeah, the jello shot upon arrival is stupid. Stupid. This, this party seems immediately lame. It's trying way too hard. Immediately no. Um, it's also immediately no, immediately no. <laughs> Um, of course, like as they're to everybody, you know, we got to do like a roundabout. Everyone's got to make their comment as they take their fucking jello shots. Joey doesn't take one. And then it becomes like a thing when Dawson takes one. She's like pouty and it's too much. It's too much. How dare you come to a party and drink? Yeah. One gel. Also, what is the alcohol ratio? Alcohol to jello? I don't know. I've never, I don't like jello shots. I've never. It's like one to a million. I mean, I've had one once. <laughs> And was like, and I got hammered. I was fucking wasted. I'm still hungover <laughs> from it. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Uh, um, that's because I don't drink very much, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, me either. Yeah, no. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, uh, at their date, Henry is not doing well. He passes no. out. Yeah, yeah. Lack That'll happen. <laughs> Medical diagnosis: lack of blood. <laughs> Uh, and then back to the he party. He is a corpse. <laughs> R.I.P. Honestly, for the best. <laughs> yeah, for Jen's safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, listen, one person's dying tonight. Let it not be by murder. You know, I'm not advocating for death, but I'm saying let's not have a cardiothoracic surgeon be murdered today. Mm. Uh, back at the party, Joey and Andy are in a golf cart driving off while Joey complains all about Pacey and how pissed off she is that they he got them into this situation this situation being high schoolers at a high school party where they took jello shots and everyone is fine. Um, but she's fucking furious anyway. <laughs> uh, Andy says Joey sounds a whole lot like she did right before she started dating him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mic um, drop. And then uh, they have like a little look. But before anything can get said, they get pulled over. Hi, Doug. Perfect. Great. Um, at the party, Dawson's like trying to ask Kate to hang out. Kate or Katie? Whatever. She's trying to ask. He's trying to ask. <laughs> we Kate. care so much. Kate. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kate. Um, the first time I saw it written as Kate, I thought it was a typo, but I see now that I've written Kate every single time. So I'm going to say Kate. Um, he's trying to like ask her to hang. And at first she does this very lame repeating thing. Or she just repeats everything that Dawson says back. Um, and then, oh, but ultimately agrees. Like, fine, we can hang out because I only know one person at this party. And now she's on a golf cart ride some for some reason. So now I know nobody at this party except for Jack, who is being very weird. So I will hang out with you, dude. <laughs> You're my literal last resort. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then before we can get to what I can only imagine will be a just okay walk between the two of them you got to go watch henry be carted off by ambulance and give jen a hungarian red ring mm. a ring on a first date oh god sir don't accept it jen oh she does don't accept it. oh god <laughs> that shit is going to turn your finger pink green 
not pink. There's probably a tracking device in it. Oh, God. Honestly, if this were modern day, yeah, there would be. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, I think now Henry is the showrunner for you. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Thank you. That is a joke by somebody who's never seen an episode but gets a basic premise <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks social media <laughs> i'm on twitter <laughs> um but back to the walk kate calls dawson the gang's kate uh caretaker also she's drunk super drunk and dawson's like hey man maybe i'm not nice maybe i'm not the caretaker maybe i'm trying to take advantage of your situation Ew. it gets worse nothing ever Man, go ahead. No, tell, go, go. Just nothing ever good comes out of a man making a joke about taking advantage of a drunk woman. Like as innocent and nice as you are, like just never make the joke. Well, you can't because that's like, because so many of you men, not all men, enough men. Enough uh, men. (laughs) Also enough men. Um, So many of you, turn that joke into a uh, crime mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can't make the joke anymore yeah yeah you ruined it, it it doesn't feel funny yeah because of how you're you have bad kind of like this one time i'll never forget this i was walking in new york city and it was night and i always am very aware of my surroundings so i looked behind me and i saw a man walking kind of close behind me and I sped up a little bit and I looked behind me again just to check on him. And he goes, don't worry, I'm not going to kidnap you. And I was like, one, thank you for the reassurance. But two, now that you said it, now I think you're going to do it for sure. That's not yeah. disarming me at all. Anyway, I didn't get kidnapped by that guy, but evidently I did get kidnapped by the next guy who was following me on the street that night. Evidently? <laughs> What Evidently. is this show? <laughs> what is this show? Whatever. Okay. Then the scene goes from um, Dawson being very gross to worse. Um, because then Dawson is like actually annoyed that he can't take advantage of Kate's situation. She's not blackout drunk, but in the writing, she literally talks about being wasted. Like, she literally is talking about how she is fucking wasted. And Dawson mm. starts doing like, which I hate. I hate any scene where someone's like, I'm going to talk to the universe. This is between me and the fates. Ugh, God. I hate it anyway. But he's literally mad at the universe for not letting him do whatever. Like flirt, make out, have sex, whatever. With a young woman who is wasted. Who is talking about how drunk she is. Yeah. He's upset that he... He's like, oh, man, I can't take advantage of this hoe. <laughs> Thanks a lot, universe. So that's pretty cool. Um, then Kate tells him to quit whining and says, when you take a drunk girl to the woods, don't talk about kissing her. Just do it. This is very early 2000s vibe. <laughs> this, uh, oh, yeah. I'm just checking. Was written by a man. Copy. Okay. yeah no you gotta ask for consent yeah um no it's a moment killer but so is getting raped yeah not to be a downer (laughs) (laughs) but can you ask permission first before you put your body on my body (laughs) at home jen's date with henry is obviously over (laughs) 
And then, well, because he passed out and had to get carted away by the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Grams. I forgot about this part. Grams tells her not to give up and calls even a bad date, quote, another pearl in a great wondrous necklace. That's a quote. That is, I, mm-hmm. th- that is a <laughs> quote. Um... No. Uh, no. It's going to be a no for me, Grams. Then Graham says that Henry, quote, never claimed to be the sophisticated sort. No shit. He used to wear a used mouthpiece. <laughs> for luck. Like, yes. God, Jen, please understand your standards. Back to uh, Deputy Doug. The party is over. All of Capeside High is in jail for some reason. Over this fucking part. Literally everybody is in, in this little jail cell in Cape Side. Yeah. I don't even know why yeah. they have. Because they never even caught a serial killer. Or um, Jen's sure. sister. So like, what are we, why is there even a jail? You guys don't care about crime. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Jack's like, hey, since we're in jail and there's literally nowhere to hide or to like have a moment to yourself, this feels like the exact right time, Kate, for me to come out to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah with all these people around we're in the drunk tank yeah p.s i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> um kate actually guesses first which i like and then uh she compliments his sex skills which i didn't need in that moment nope nobody needed to hear that thank you yeah. though no. No, no, no most notably andy yeah <laughs> and he's like oh guys <laughs> <laughs> um and then um she asked Dawson if he's gay because only gay guys will kiss her. And then off hearing that they may have kissed, Joey's like fucking furious. And I think that this is the only time in the episode Joey was actually written as she is because she's pissed that Dawson like tried to take advantage of someone that who's drunk, vulnerable and on the rebound when all the rest of the episode she's just been kind of like a fucking annoying I know. I didn't like this episode with her. It felt very out of character or um, more like Revertigo. Like she was very season one, Joey. Oh, yeah. You say Revertigo? Past that. Yeah, it's a How I Met Your Mother reference. Like you revert back to an older version of you. Oh, I like that. And then Dawson's like rightfully pissed off too and says that right, like, rightfully pissed off at Joey and says, you have to start letting me make some mistakes. And then Pacey, like it's all, this is not, nah. No one should be in the drunk tank right now. Pacey, who's like drunk and annoyed because now he's in love with Joey and doesn't want to watch the Joss- Dawson and Joey show anymore, which, um, listen, you don't have to be in love with Joey, but who isn't to not want to watch the Dawson and Joey show anymore? We're on to the Joey and Pacey love triangle. Oh, love is story. it a triangle? Oh, plus well, one. Dawson's like kind of in it. Oh, okay. And Andy, I guess, would kind of be in it. So it's the love square. Oh, I kind of or a love it. rectangle. <laughs> I know. That's your stupid laugh. You're like so caught off guard at how dumb it is. You're just like, oh God, I am friends with this person. I, listen, I love it. I'm in this. I'm happy about it. Um, anyway, so Dawson's pissed. Joey's pissed. Pacey's pissed. That's the same pie. <laughs> Pacey pukes in the sink. That's it. Uh, and then Act yeah. Four: Who should come rescue these little fucking nerds? Who is it? <laughs> Doug. 
No. <laughs> no. Who was it again? I forget. Either way, you just, I wish that there was like a visual medium here because you got, <gasps> and I was giving you your moment because I knew that you were going to have something to say. I was waiting for you to be like, know. I was waiting for you to remind me who was. Mr. Manmeat with his fatherly, oh, are you guys fucking kidding me? Head nod and his turtleneck. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Ah, so everyone's out of jail. Mr. Mammy has come to collect them all, except for Pacey, because he has the world's worst dad who thinks that Pacey should spend the night in jail. As a 16-year-old boy. Yeah, you know, if anything, Dawson should spend the night in jail. He's the one who's been kind of the fuck up this season. Why are we spending? Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Um, And then at the hospital, Jen's visiting Henry to check in. She tells him that she's never had a date on Valentine's Day, and she was nervous, even though, whatever. Even though she's a full-on queen. Yeah. She tells them to start, she wants them to start acting more like themselves and not like a couple in the 30s. In their 30s. Yes. Oh, in their 30s. In the 30s. Uh, she doesn't want to date like they're in the 1930s. Oh, my God. Mm. I just realized we're super close to the 2030s. That's something that just in this moment occurred to me. Mm, that's gross. We're still going to be doing this fucking show in the 1930s. In the 2030s. In the 2030s. <laughs> um, anyway, I get that Jen is an old soul, but they have been acting like there is a 15-year age difference between them instead of 15 months. And also that they are in a 15-year-long relationship. Like, I'm not, this is, we got to go page one rewrite on there. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, you can't force chemistry and that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. What does she see in him? Oh God. You know, just the age of innocence sass. I don't buy it. Back in the McPhee mansion, Kate's backing up to leave and tells Jack there's something really cool about a guy breaking up with her because they're gay. Because it means it's not her fault. Okay. She tells Jack it's not his fault. He's gay. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Nobody's fault. Nobody's fault. Somebody's <laughs> fault that you're gay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Jack says that he didn't want to tell her because he didn't want to upset her. But um, after a little bit of pushing, he says that he was actually worried about disappointing her. And I think this is a nice moment when she tells him that she didn't disappoint. He didn't disappoint her. And now she's like glad that she gets to go home knowing the real Jack. That's sweet. Yeah. I like that. She calls him Jackie through the episode. And I'm glad that we're not gonna stick around with that i'm not into it yeah um and then at the leary house of where's gail dawson tells mitch gail gail come come back dawson tells mitch that he's trying to get to the (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) trying to get back to the basics of being a real kid fucking nerd (laughs) you are so lame dude god um Mitch says he has no problem with that, but reminds him that this year he has wrecked boats, had strippers on the kitchen table, had to bail him out of the drunk tank. So, like, I'm cool with you being a kid, but now you have to be cool with me being a parent. You're oh. Grounded. Ooh. <laughs> He's stern. <sighs> Are yeah, cold? no, I mean, he's right. Effort, no. uh, yes. <laughs> I'm very hot. Um, no, he's right. I mean, he has to parent him at some point. Absolutely. Um, so he's grounded. And by grounded, he means you're going to work at the, wait for it, restaurant that your mom is suddenly buying. Yeah. Now she's a restaurateur. A restaurateur. Now, 
this is um this was certainly of note for people who have watched the show before. In jail, uh, Doug brings Pacey some coffee because he's nice now. He doesn't pull guns on his brother anymore. He has a nice brother. Um, <laughs> and then we get a little bit of like brother bonding time and we get to hear how far into Joey that Pacey is without him actually saying her name. But I think it's like very sweet. Like he is like, he is like in love with Joey. And I like that we have this nice little. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, Doug asks Pacey what he's going to do with all these feelings. And he says that there's nothing he can do because according to Pacey, the world would like factually end if he were to ever make a move. And that, I don't know. I just remember being in high school and like, you just, you think that you think shit like that. Like that is a, I don't think that he is being hyperbolic when he says that. I think yeah. that he really believes like, his world would fucking implode if he were to ever do anything. Because of Dawson? Yeah. Mm. I know, but it's high school. It's like everything yeah, feels I mean, so outsized and important. Totally. And then the next morning, Casey's knocking on the newly remodeled Airbnb and uh, apologizing to Joey for being a little shit. Aww. That's really cute. Um, Joey says, says that Dawson will be fine, but she's worried that no one's like, worrying about Pacey um while I do think we all need to chill out a little bit I yeah. like Pacey here I, it's like um I don't know it knocks him around a little bit he when she says that she's worried no no one's worrying about him his reaction is kind of like he's literally he physically kind of like moves a little bit like he's literally knocked by it it's really cute well he values her thoughts and opinions yeah because he loves her what is this character Someone new I'm developing, I guess. <laughs> um, I think he maybe stars in a telenovela. Oh, I like that he's a star. And he comes here, just pops in every once in a while. Yeah, you know, exposure is just great for him. No press is bad press. He loves <laughs> it. <laughs> um, Joey um, tells Pacey that he needs to learn to read between the banter between them. And then he like gets all close to her and it's a moment. You think maybe he's oh. going to tell her how he feels or like kiss her or something. Nope. He wants to teach her how to drive, which is even fucking cuter. And we end the episode on an actual say anything moment. And I loved it. Mm. Yeah, that's cute. I love the will they won't they. Yeah. I lo- it's a slow burn. This episode genuinely pulls it together at the end because I was not yeah. wild about it at all. Me either. I think they could have used the basic beat in a way better way than what they did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, next week, season three, episode 15, Crime and Punishment. Ooh. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the novel Crime and Punishment. Did you start reading it yet? <laughs> I finished it in one night. Oh, wow. Yes, it's I'm a turn. very quick reader. <laughs> Um, side note, I spent $130 on books the other day about Russia. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Talk about just page like... turners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hey, uh, Zaz. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a laugh every time. It's so easy. <laughs> if anyone <sighs> wanted to talk to you about um, How Met Your Mother, uh, Titanic, uh, the noise that you just made. Mm. Mm. Can I get you at? Thank you for asking. I would love to tell you. Um, you can direct all of those questions at Ashley Zaz on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it can. <laughs> sure. Nobody listens to the show. That's what's Nobody. Great. Oh my God, your nails. Are I know. Thank you. They're like a dark green for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I love it. If anyone wanted to speak to you about Russia, <laughs> you clearly uh, have the literature. I want to be to back it up. I want to be really clear that I'll answer your question, but oh, only if you're at. I'm not with Russia. I'm not on Russia's side here. I want to be really clear about that. She's just educating herself. Yeah, yeah, educating myself. Uh, cannot be clear enough about where I stand on that. Hey, it's important to know your enemies. It is important to know how we got to where we are, which is what I'm. You should make about. a uh, TikTok about it. Oh, perhaps. Anyway, what was your question that I so rudely interrupted you for to clarify that I'm uh, not on the side of a fucking war criminal, evil dictator? <laughs> um, where <laughs> can like monster. people say hello? <laughs> if if this didn't scare you off, I am at Kim Moffat <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. Um, genuinely, if you are curious about Russia um, and how we are not for for what's happening, um, there's also a five minute news show that I make only for Ashley, Dylan yeah. Zazarino. I listen to it every morning on my way to work. It's only for her. You're allowed to listen if you want to, but it is for her. It's called Here's What's Happening. And she tells me, well, she tells the listeners, but me, that she's proud of me at the end of every episode. And it always leaves me with a little smile on my face. I write it for you. I really think about you when I'm writing it. Oh, that's so much sweet. <laughs> so much sweet. It's so much sweet. Um, does this, if anybody on the fucking negative Planet. 35% chance that someone is still listening to this episode, can they find us on any social means needs? At Dawson's Darlings. Oh. At Dawson's Darlings. Mm-hmm.